0: Also, I'm going to cut this out in case he listens, but I called dibs on getting this for Lenny for his birthday. Ugh, he won't listen. No. <laughs> you know what you he know should read? What you, should, you know what you
1: should
2: read?
1: You know what you should read? It's time for What You Should Read, the podcast all about the titles you need. Join three book lovers and a guest as they cover all the best new titles to enjoy with your tea. I have that, but I haven't read it
2: yet. Hi, I'm Julia.
0: I'm Rachel. And I'm Kelly. And this is What You Should Read. The podcast where we should all over our books.
2: And it's 2023. (laughs) (laughs) Goodbye, 2022. I will not miss you. Um, (laughs) Not at all. So we are recording today, uh, actually on New Year's Eve, and we are doing our most anticipated book releases for 2023. And we are joined once again by Kathy Ko and Becky Farrer. Welcome back to the podcast. Yay! Thank you for having us. Thank you for being here. So happy to have you, as always. And we are not doing any intro sections today because we have so many books to recommend for the coming year. Um, But before we dive into that, I do want to know, do any of you have any New Year's reading or bookish resolutions. Um, Kathy, I feel like uh, as tradition dictates, we should start with you. So do you have any, any goals this year for your reading life?
3: I do. I am going to set my yearly Goodreads goal. Uh, this year, I think I'm going to aim to read 60 books, give myself some room, um, because last year was not a great reading year. So hopefully this one will be better. And I'm also going to kind of modify something I've been doing yearly where I try to get a blind spot filled in my kind of pop culture knowledge. Mm-hmm. This year I want it to be all about joy and things that I love. So I am reading one Hollywood adjacent or Hollywood set book a month. Ooh, fun. Cool. Nice. Hey, that's I um... will do the only two that i've set for myself this year. Nice. Nice. Um Becky, how about you?
1: Um so i'm going to be setting my sort of good reads uh storygraph reading goal. Um i think i'm going to set it for 120 just to give myself a little breathing room. Mm-hmm. Um but i the two things that i really want to do this year is um, one is i have ha- Really enjoyed Three Pines. And I had read the first two books in the Louise Penny series, and they just seem like eminently bingeable. So I would like to read/slash listen to all the rest of the Louise Penny Inspector Gamache mysteries this year. So I would like to get through all 18 of those. Mm. Um, and then the other thing that I would really like to do is my nonfiction reading is a very small sliver of my reading in total, and I would like to build that up to be at least 10% of my overall read.
2: Thanks. Cool. Um, Kelly, you're next.
4: Okay. I am um, not doing a Goodreads goal of the number of books I read. Um, Cause I, I generally do. I'm not doing that this year. Cause it feels like it sets me up for failure or at least it did this past year. Um <laughs> But I want to read books that have been recommended to me. Um, I am not taking recommendations right now. I already have the books that I want to read. You will be happy to know that one of them is His Name is George Floyd, a book that Becky has mentioned on the podcast multiple times. Um, I am going to read um, Project Hail Mary the Invisible Life of Addie LaRue. It's been a pleasure, Noni Blake. Just, I, I wish you could see the joy on Julia and Rachel's. Face. We're literally cabbage patching. You really <laughs> are. It's a delight. Um, and I also am going to reread more. Which every time I reread a book, I get so happy, but I very rarely do it. Mm. Uh, so I have a list of that as well. Um, but also I have a goal for the podcast. And that is this this is going to be the last time the name Joanne Rowling comes up on the podcast. <sighs> no JK in 23.
2: Ah. Oh, I love it. Yeah. Determined.
4: Yep. So don't need to talk
2: about that person. <laughs> yep. So Good goal. one and done in 23. Good job.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, I like all those goals. These are great, Rachel. How about you? Um, so I've been thinking about it and, um, this past year I set my Goodreads goal at one just to like, so I could still have the tracker cause I knew I was going to meet it. And I think I'm going to do that again. I liked not having a goal I was trying to meet. Um, and I still got to 97 books, even though I was like in a slump for a lot of the year. Um, so my goals, I have a few one. I want to get caught up on my book of the month, which I know I say that every year, but I've been really good this past year about not like getting boxes every month. So I'm not super backed up. I have like 14 or so that I really want to get to. Um, So I'm going to really try to like focus on that. I have 12 backlist books that I've handpicked that um, I've had on my shelf for over a year that I'm going to prioritize as well. Um, And I think just in general, I'm also trying to get back to reading more like high fantasy. Um, just something I haven't been reading much of lately, but like I'm enjoying some of the fantasy I've been reading and I have a lot of it on my shelf. Um, so yeah, just kind of trying to just read books that are just, just fun and enjoyable and make me happy. Oh, I love that.
2: Finding the joy. Yeah. Okay. Well, I have a few different reading goals. Um, the first is I'm going to be doing the Book Riot Read Harder Challenge for this year. And I'm excited because a lot of the prompts are definitely going to get me out of my comfort zone. For example, one of the prompts is read a graphic novel slash comic slash manga if you haven't before. And I've never read manga. So if anyone has any recommendations, feel free to send them my way. Um, so it, Becky's like, yes, yes, yes. <laughs>
1: A really good intro is Scott Pilgrim versus the world. Oh, okay. I have heard of that. Okay. That's also a fun movie by Edgar Wright. So you can read the manga and then watch that. So, I mean, it's like in there. Yeah. um,
3: I love uh, Scott Pilgrim. It's set in Canada, it's the most Canadian thing ever. It's so good. So good. I can't wait to find out what that means. okay,
2: great. This was really helpful because I've been trying to figure out what to read for that. So Scott Pilgrim versus the world it is. Um, And then some of the other prompts are good because they will uh, get me to read books that have been recommended to me, like read a, um, read a book about activism. So I'm going to read pleasure activism and then read a nonfiction book about bi POC and or queer history. So I think I'm going to go with his name was George Floyd for Mm -hmm. that. Um, so yeah, so I'm, I'm just excited to push myself a little bit with this challenge. I'm also going to push myself to finish the book, book of the month challenge that's on their app because I never finish it. (laughs) And I do want to catch up on my book of the month reads as well. So I'll be doing that hopefully I will set a good reads goal. I'm not exactly sure how much I'm gonna set it for. I might push myself and go for a hundred, which I've never mm-hmm. done before, but I feel like I'm kind of on a roll right now with reading. So I feel a little ambitious and it's fine if I don't make it, but you know, whatever. Um, And finally, my goal is to write a review for every book that I read, even if it's just a few sentences, because what I find is that I read so many books and then I go back to Goodreads to see if I wrote a review. And if I haven't, it's it's harder for me to really like remember much about the book. But even if I just write a little bit, it kind of all comes back to me and Mm. puts me back in the place I was when I read it. So I'm always Mm. happy with past Julia when she's written a review. So I want to just do that
0: more. That's I should do that too. Yeah, that's a good idea.
2: So those are our goals. Um, you know, good luck to us.
4: (laughs) Oh, I also want to read Fable, which has come up quite a bit from from Kathy. Anything that's reminiscent of, you know, those those YA books that we were all very into. You know, the thing that everybody we knew was reading. Yeah, Yeah, I'm I'm here for it. So I'm excited to to finally read the stuff that I got because people told me it was good. Yeah. Nice. That sounds great.
2: Okay. Well, let's get into our recommendations. So these are books that are coming out probably in 2023, uh, subject to change as always, because, you know, publishing. Um, And this is based on the information that we have now. Obviously there are some books that will be coming out that, you know, probably don't have a release date yet or haven't been officially announced yet, but this is to the best of our knowledge, um, the books that we are most excited for, and we're each going to pick six. So thank you, Julia. You're welcome. <laughs> um, I had a hard time narrowing it down this year, so I think it's going to be a great reading year for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, Kathy, let's let's kick us off with y- your first pick.
3: Okay, uh, I, I am cheating a little bit. That's because okay. That's so my loud. first pick is kind of a two books that go together. Oh, ah, cool. So it is the companion to one of my favorite reads of twenty twenty two. Holly Jolly Ever After by Julie Murphy and Sierra Simone. Mm. And this one doesn't have a release date except fall 2023. But it is Callum's book and his love interest is Winnie, who we briefly got mentioned in the first novel as she was, who was supposed to star in the movie. That's right. But they're also giving us a Christmas present for July. And it is a novella called Snow Place Like L.A. (laughs) And it's about Angel and Luca after the events of the first novel.
2: Fun. You're going to get
3: to celebrate Christmas in July with that cute little novella. And so it's a little bit of a two for one.
2: Nice. I'm having trouble finding Holly Jolly ever after on Goodreads. I wonder if it's not up yet.
3: It could be because they literally just sent out. Okay. their newsletter announcements so it might not have gotten put over
2: yeah. okay cool well thanks for being ahead of the curve on that one <laughs> <laughs> all right
1: Becky you are up next so um I'm gonna start with a nice little uh um non book since that's one of my goals but uh Matthew Desmond wrote Evicted um where he was in Milwaukee and um, embedded with a number of families that were experiencing homelessness or getting really close to it, just wrote a really scathing indictment on housing and homelessness. And especially for those who are low income. And he has another researched, um, book coming out called poverty by America. And it's going to be looking at what is unique about the way poverty is seen and, um, entrenched in American culture and what we do or don't do about it and how what we do to alleviate that does or does not work. Um, So I'm excited about that. I think it will be an interesting read, especially given what I do. So,
2: yeah, this was almost on my list as well. I loved Evicted. And I, when I saw this, I I was like, Ooh, it's definitely in my, my top 10 of the year. Um, So I'm glad you, I'm glad you brought that one up. Okay, Kelly. Okay. So Kathy, I have one of your
4: Hollywood adjacent books. It's called For Her Consideration by Amy Spaulding and is about a a woman who is trying to become an LA scriptwriter and she ends up falling for a movie star. Ooh. I am I am very excited. Mm-hmm. Um This sounds so so fun, and uh, even even better because this this seems like gay as hell. (laughs) Um, Okay, so this is the this is the synopsis. Since a crushing breakup three years ago, Nina Rice has written romance, friends, her dreams of scriptwriting for TV, and even LA proper out of her life. Instead, she's safely out in the suburbs in her aunt's condo working her talent agency job from home, managing celebrity email accounts, and certain that that's plenty of writing and plot for her life. But a surprise <laughs> meeting called by Ari Fox, a young actress on everyone's radar, stirs up all kinds of feelings Nina thought she deleted for good. I'm I'm so excited for
0: this, and it is out February 21st. Nice. All right, that sounds like a fun
3: rom com. I am adding it to my list. <laughs>
0: okay, my first pick. I'm just gonna go with the one I'm most excited about. Um, so everybody knows that I love the David Baud trilogy by S. A. Chakraborty, um, and she is starting a new trilogy. The first book comes out on March 7th, and it's called The Adventures of Amina al-Sarafi. It is um, about Amina al-Sarafi. She's a retired pirate captain, and she's trying to enjoy her retirement. Um, You know, she was pretty revered. Um, She was the foremost, like, just most successful pirate in the Indian Ocean, Um, However, then in her retirement, she is contacted by someone who offers her a job that just basically she can't refuse, like it's just so much money. Um, So she gets her old team back together, one last hurrah, right? But however, is this job too good to be true? Hmm. So (laughs) there's definitely more than meets the eye. And I'm really excited. She writes adventure stories so well and i just can't wait for this okay i'm so this is also m- the one that i'm most excited about
2: and i'm 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 more excited to tell you guys about it um cuz we don't have a cover for this book yet but we do have a release date and a new title what and it's happiness falls by angie kim mm-hmm. and it comes out 926 what i know so I wouldn't have known this if I hadn't been, like, poking around looking for, like, Googling her just to see if it was perhaps coming out this year. And it looks like it is. This was previously going to be called the Happiness Quotient, but it looks like it's now called Happiness Falls. Um, And according to the Penguin Random House website, um, it will drop on 926 right around my birthday. So happy birthday to me. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, I'm hoping Book of the Month will pick it again because um, they picked her last time. So, and we don't have too much marketing copy yet. Um, it is about a father who goes missing. Um, he was, I think, in the you know, out for a walk in the woods or something with his son, and his son comes back, but the father is missing. And then, in the the family's desperate search for answers along the way, they start to question everything everything that they think they know. So um, I think she has told us a little bit about this book previously, but I don't want to say too much more just in case things have changed because Mm -hmm. that was in the very early stages of writing. Um, But I'm really hoping we can get her back on the podcast when this comes out and I will definitely be pre-ordering it. Um, Yeah. So that's Happiness Falls by Angie Kim from Hogarth uh, Press uh, on 926. Okay,
3: Kathy, back to you. All right, my second pick is Strangers in the Night by Heather Webb. Hmm. And this is a fictionalized account of Frank Sinatra and Ava Gardner's relationship. So it fits within my goal of reading Hollywood set or adjacent novel. And this one just looks at their often kind of rocky relationship that these two had and how it impacted both of their careers. Kathy, that sounds perfect for you. Yes, I'm very, very excited about this one. And I forgot to give the date. So it
1: comes out March 21st.
2: Becky, you're up next.
1: Um. So my second one, I feel like all of my, almost all of my list is like the next in the trilogy or the next in the thing, but this is not. This is a book on its own. Um, It's called Bookworm, and it's by Rebecca Yateman, and it's due out February 14th. And the premise is that um, the main character is married to, like, a very controlling and ambitious husband. And her sort of solace is going to the cafe and reading a book and just, like, immersing herself in this world. And she meets this guy at the cafe and creates a sort of fantasy around him but also he's married. And so she just kind of retreats in the stories of her favorite books and imagines what would happen if she was free and he was free. And then things start to happen when she's like, wait, what? Oh, our like, reality and fiction kind of uh, blending. So it looks like it's going to be interesting. It's, it's supposed to be a dark comedy, which makes me happy in and of itself. though. So. What
2: is the title and author name again? The Worm by
1: Rebecca Yateman. Great. Mm -hmm. I'm adding it to my (laughs) Goodreads. Nice. Okay, so I'm going to piggyback
4: off of that a little bit. My next pick is No Two Persons by Erica Bauermeister, which sounds very similar. It is about a woman named Alice who writes a debut novel after an unnamed devastating event um, breaks her heart open and that wording is from the synopsis and after that comes after her novel comes out we follow her and also nine people that read it and how they are affected by the book oh I heard about this one Ooh, yep. yeah nice so yeah, I'm good I'm very excited for it it's out on May 2nd And um, Leanne Moriarty called it a delightful gem of a novel.
0: Nice. Cool. I trust her. Me too. Okay. Okay. Um, My next pick, I'm just going to go back to, this one's coming out January 10th, so we don't have to wait too long. It's called Emily Wilde's Encyclopedia of Fairies. So it seems kind of like cozy fantasy style. Um, Emily Wilde is a curmudgeonly old professor at at Cambridge, and she is like one of the foremost scholars of fairy folklore. So to do some of her research, she travels to the north of England. Um, She's writing an encyclopedia of fairy folklore, hence the title. Um, She's not good with people. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, however, there is a handsome academic rival who is just can't stop interfering with her work. Um, and you know, who knows what's gonna come of that. <laughs> so um, so yeah, And Emily Wilde's Encyclopedia of Fairies by Heather Fawcett. That's the author. And I'm I'm excited. It sounds really
2: pleasant. I heard about that one as well, and I had a feeling you might choose it. And so I'm glad you did. And I did read Legends and Lattes. Yay. So I'm, I too am on the cozy fantasy train. It was wonderful. I just, it was like a warm hug and a cup of coffee. He's writing a prequel to that book,
0: but I don't think we have a okay. publishing date yet. So maybe it'll be, maybe this year. We'll see. Yeah.
1: Got it on hold for my library too, because I'm, really wanting to read that book legends of lattes too so this this sounds like fun
2: i feel like if gilmore girls were a dungeons and dragons campaign it would be that book <laughs> yeah so um okay i think i'm gonna go i'm kind of gonna jump around or maybe go backwards by release date but this is a ya that i'm excited about what my- i know who am i I think I heard about this from Books and Lala, um, who is a YouTube BookTuber that I follow. Um, But it's The Meadows by Stephanie Oaks. And it comes out September 12th from Dial. And it's described as a queer YA handmaid's tale meets Never Let Me Go about a dystopian society bent on relentless conformity and the struggle of one girl to save herself and those she loves from a life of lies. Mm -hmm. So we have our main character, Eleanor. Um, who has spent four years at this school called the Meadows. And basically, in this society, there are these um, schools that are basically like reform schools that practice conversion therapy. And so that's what she's been dealing with for the past four years. And she gets out and she's basically assigned to be like a, a cop to like make sure that sh- her fellow classmates don't backslide. Wow. Um, yeah. Um, but when she gets out, she can't forget Rose, who is the girl she left behind and she can't figure out what has happened to her. Oh. So I just, the description just like really captured me. I've never read anything by this author. So this is kind of a a gamble for me, putting it on my most anticipated, but I, I just something about it. I'm just like, I need to read that. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's the Meadows by Stephanie Oaks out September 12th. Kelly, you look <laughs> deep in thought. <laughs> I
4: know. I'm, I'm like, I need that book immediately. I know, right? <laughs> but it's
2: Dial and they always reject me. Yeah, I requested <laughs> it. I haven't heard anything yet. Okay, round three. Kathy, back to you. All right.
3: My next pick is The Writing Retreat by Julia Bartz. And this is a mystery novel coming out February 21st. It is about a group of people who are invited to an exclusive writing retreat. They get there and are told that there's actually going to be a competition and the winner will get a seven-figure book deal. Whoa. And of course, strange things start happening. The retreat cabin might be haunted and then someone goes missing. Ooh, that sounds creepy. Mm -hmm. Becky, you're up.
1: Um, so my next one is, um, for fans of Murderbot, which may be me and some other people on this <laughs> on this podcast. Um, Martha Wells has a new fantasy novel coming out called The Witch King.
0: And I knew you I, would pick this.
1: <laughs> okay. Well, that's good. I think I have a, a clearly a type, but comes out, um, May 30th. And the basic premise is that Kai is, um, was killed and his essence was trapped in a wander trap. So he's kind of like not really understood time over time, but it seems like some lesser mage is trying to get his essence out to do something. And he is like, what? No. And then realizes that things have maybe not gone good while he has been trapped in this, in this essence. And now he has to kind of gather his, resources and maybe allies if there are some to make sure that things go right. Um it looks like it's going to have some trademark Martha Wells wit and sly humor and also that conversation about like who is really the bad person. Yeah. <laughs> and so I'm very much looking forward to that. Good.
2: Fun. That sounds great. Okay, Kelly, what's your third pick? Um my third
4: pick is Warrior Girl Unearthed by Angeline Bully. Um, It is her follow-up to Firekeeper's Daughter and is set on Sugar Island, but I'm not sure if there are any other um, similarities. Like, I don't know if anyone from Firekeeper's Daughter is going to pop up. I I kind of hope so, but I don't know. Um, But it is about a woman named Perry Firekeeper Birch who is, according to the synopsis, a laid-back twin and troublemaker. Um, And there are a lot of missing indigenous women on the island, and she starts trying to figure out what's going on, because it looks like it's starting to affect her family, so I don't know if maybe she's related to one of the missing women or if maybe a relative is considered a suspect, Mm. but either way, it sounds like another really intense mystery, and Firekeeper's Daughter was one of my favorite books of
2: 2022, so I'm very, very excited for this one. I knew you would pick that one. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yep. This would fit in my read harder challenge too. Cause I, oh, I read a Y is, is it YA technically? I, I don't think so. Oh, okay. um, maybe not then.
4: Although I don't, I don't know because I wouldn't have considered um, the first one. YA. I, yeah,
2: I think it's, it's it,
4: sort of borderline. Yeah. Yeah. And that was um, one of the time magazines, best YA books of all time picks and according to Amazon, this new one is currently um, number 609 in teen and young adult thrillers and suspense. So
2: I don't know. Amazon says it. I guess it's okay. safe to go with it. One of the prompts is read a, a YA novel by an Indigenous author. Ooh. But I had, I had some others that I was considering, too. Maybe I'll read all of them. There you go. Her name's Firekeeper, so it's probably one of... Someone in their family.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Okay, Rachel, what's your third pick?
0: Okay. My third pick is um, coming out on January 10th again. It is called The Daughters of Izdihar, Izdihar by Hadir el And it's the first in a duology. Um, and it's inspired by modern Egyptian history. Uh, it follows two women from very different backgrounds. One is an aristocrat and the other one is a poor bookshop worker. <laughs> Um and they find things they have in common. They join like a radical women's rights group. And also there's magic.
2: So
3: <laughs>
0: sounds like a right up my alley.
2: <laughs> yeah, that definitely sounds like a Rachel book. <laughs> okay. Uh this next pick is by an author that um we have read before, and it's Tara's Story by Hillary Lecter. And it comes out August 29th from Echo. Hillary Lecter wrote Uh, the book Temporary, and we talked to her about it on the podcast a couple years ago. I thought it was just a delightful, weird little book, uh, and I just really enjoyed it, and I'm excited that her next book is coming out. I think she has two books coming out, um, and this will be the first one. So this is about a family of three, mom, dad, and young daughter. They live in a cramped apartment and one day discover a terrace in their closet that definitely wasn't there before. Um, and it only seems to appear when this one particular friend comes to visit. Um, so at 1st thought, like, this is great. We have more space, right? Like we can go and enjoy the terrace. Um, but of course, discovering the terrace has some unintended consequences. So I'm excited to find out what those are. Um, Again, I just love her writing. It's quirky and smart. And this sounds like it's just going to be just as interesting and and just something different, um, which is what I love about her writing. So that's Tara's Story by Hillary Lecter coming out August 29th. Okay, we're doing great. We're halfway through.
3: (laughs) Kathy, what is your fourth pick? All right. My fourth pick is Once More With feeling by Alyssa sussman and this is her second novel that she wrote the first one was funny you should ask and again it fits with my hollywood set theme that i have going on uh this though is about a pop star who was dating a member of one of the most famous boy bands uh she was dating ryan and ended up, though, having a connection with another boy in the band named Kirby. And her and Kirby end up hooking up one night and it blows up everything. <laughs> her relationship, her fame, everything, her entire life. Wow. Years later, her and Kirby are reunited and they have to see if the sparks still fly. Woo. Sounds good.
2: And
1: it comes out May 30th.
2: Wonderful. Becky,
1: you're up.. So um, to begin with all of my um, uh, sequel ish, um, Nevo has a novella coming out called Mammoth at the Gate, and I think, but there's not a lot of details out yet. it's it's coming out um, September 12th, but I think it's one more in the Empress of Salt and Fortune. Um, novella series, which will make me very happy. Um, Right now I'm at the place where I will read anything that Neva writes. Um, Her her prose or their prose is just fantastic. Uh, And the Empress of Salt and Fortune novella series is lyrical and breathtaking. And so I'm very excited that there's another one. Okay. So this is Peak Kelly
4: how to sell a haunted house by Grady Hendrix out <laughs> January 17th I knew it <laughs> um so basically I don't know much about it but I love Grady Hendrix I think I've written everything he's written and this is this is so close to being out I don't want anything spoiled for me so, just very very excited. And if you haven't read his books, I recommend any and all of them.
2: Maybe not for you, Julia. I was just going to ask thank you. <laughs> thank you, my dear friend. <laughs> you mean maybe
4: the the Southern Book Club one, but I would I would proceed no, with real caution.
0: <laughs> that one's very gory. You do not want to read that one. I, I mean, read it. It was just... I enjoyed it, but you will not. Okay
2: just that one
4: part with
2: the two parts.
4: Yeah. All right.
2: That's fine. I, I don't need to read everything. I literally can't. So it's good to know what I can skip, you know? Yeah. And, and my goal is to be more like Kathy. Cause Kathy, I find knows what she likes. Like she always picks her most anticipated and they're always pretty much identical to her favorite reads of the year. So I'm <laughs> like, I want to, I want to know myself. I want to pick books and like, I want to push myself out of my comfort zone, uh, of course, but I also want to like have a good sense of what I will like. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: so, yeah, <laughs> okay.
2: you're you're up next, Reach.
0: OK, so my fourth pick is um, it's an epic fantasy. Uh, so going along with my goal of reading more fantasy, um, it's called A Woman of the Sword by Anna Smith Spark. Um And it's described as an epic fantasy seen through the eyes of an ordinary woman. Um, This woman is a great warrior born to fight. Um, Quote, but war is not kind to women or their sons. So she has like a little boy um, and like the cover shows like her with like a sword and she's holding hands with this little boy. And there's like something in the distance that looks like trouble, danger Anyway, it just sounds like it's going to be a really like very interesting, um, just epic tale. So I'm really excited. And that comes out. So that comes out April 4th. Okay, my next
2: pick is another author I've never read before. I believe it's a debut, but I trust the person who recommended this uh not to me personally, it was an influencer, but <laughs> anyway, it's everything's fine by Cecilia Rabess. Uh comes out June 6th from Simon and Schuster. I heard about this from Emma on the channel drinking by my shelf, another booktube channel, and it's set in 2016. And it's about a young black woman and her white conservative coworker who go from rivals to lovers. And our main character character starts to think, Oh, you know, Maybe I've been too close-minded. Maybe love conquers all, you know, that sort of thing. Then the election happens, and we all remember what happened there. Uh, So it is described as a stunning debut that introduces Cecilia Rabes as a blazing new talent. Everything's fine is a hilarious, poignant, heartfelt look at whether in this day and age love trumps all. Mm. I know. So I couldn't decide. I was like is this going to book going to make me mad or am I going to love it? I think I'm going to love it. It's it sounds just really interesting and and a good just a good read. So, that's Everything's Fine by Cecilia Rabas um or Rabas June 6th from Simon and Schuster.
4: I'm just like no, you you you
2: can't
3: but <laughs> I feel like
2: i i feel like the election was kind of a turning point with stuff like that you know yeah. with a lot of couples who would put aside their political differences before that it was harder to do so after That's true you know I feel like we heard a lot of that kind of that kind of commentary so i I just think it's an interesting look at it
4: yeah i'm I'm just like jess you're
2: in danger yeah. <laughs> Okay, uh, so we're on round five. So, Kathy, you're up next.
3: All right. My next pick is The Daydreams by Laura Hankin, and it comes out May 2nd. And I have been told this is similar to Daisy Jones and the Six. It's about a group of teenage uh, actors who were on this show that was really popular. And something happened, and the show ended up getting canceled. 13 years later, the fans want them to reunite, and they all have their own reason for coming back. Forgiveness, revenge, a second chance with a first love. But as they rediscover their bonds, things threaten to surface, including the real reason behind their downfall. Mm. And it already has a pretty high Goodreads rating. It's got almost a four point four two, so mm-hmm. I am very curious about this one. And it again comes out on May second. That looks so
2: good.
1: I just added it to my Goodreads shelf. Um, so I one of the books that made my or one of the things that made my best of twenty twenty two was um, *Fevered Sun*, the second in the Rebecca Rowan horse. Um, series between earth and sky and the third one comes out on august 1st so i'm very much looking forward to the mirrored heaven um i have loved that series and i have very much enjoyed her as an author um and the the mythology and mythos that comes in it um having that indigenous voice has just been fantastic so i've loved it
2: i'm gonna have to wait until the third one comes out and reread
1: the first and read them all in
2: succession, so I don't forget everything. <laughs>
1: yeah, and I, you know, I've also really loved the fact that there is just so much space for gender nonconformity and um, just love across the spectrum and relationships across the spectrum without the need to comment, have a commentary on it. They just get to exist in the world with everybody else, like we're supposed to. And so, I, I really loved that part of it as well.
2: Definitely. All right, Kelly.
4: Okay, um, my next pick is it's very Kelly but in a category that is typically not Kelly. Um, I am i am waiting so excitedly for an anthology which I think is something you have never heard me say before. Um, it is Evidence of Things Seen, True Crime in an Era of Reckoning and is um, edited by Sarah Weinman and it's basically a uh, 14 of true crime writers working today talking about different cases and it's basically how do we how do we continue to consume true crime responsibly i think while also maintaining that this is not it's not entertainment like these are real people who were murdered or harmed like real families that were destroyed. And it's, it's something that I keep thinking about. And while I think you can also make a case that true crime has done a lot of good, you know, you, we know what the red flags are. Like we've seen these stories play out over and over and over. Um, And you know, it is, it's just, it's, it's still something important to keep, you know, grappling with. So I'm, I'm very excited to read this. Um, it is out on July 15th, um, evidence of things seen.
2: Yeah. That sounds really interesting. And obviously there's been a lot of discourse about is consuming as much true crime as we have been. Is it, is it, um, responsible? And, um, so that sounds really good. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm excited for it.
0: Cool. Okay, Rachel, what is your fifth pick? Okay, my fifth pick. I'm really excited for this. It also comes out on April 4th. It's called Camp Zero, and it's written by Michelle Min Sterling. It is a near future, post climate change world. It's been compared to Station Eleven and The Power. And which I love both of those books. It takes place in a camp in the far northern parts of Canada. Um, And it's described, the camp is described as an American building project hiding many secrets. Mm -hmm. Um, And then so we're following the people in this camp and a newcomer arrives who's like a research professor or something like that. Um, and kind of starts to shake things up. And there's a big mystery surrounding sort of who he is and his background. And it just sounds very interesting. Awesome. Sounds great. Okay. My next pick comes out April
2: 25th, and it is The Wellness Trap, Break Free from Diet Culture, Disinformation, and Dubious Diagnosis, and Find Your True Wellbeing. And it's by Christy Harrison, um, who wrote, the book anti diet and Ra uh, is the host of the Food Psych podcast, both of which I love. Okay, so we've all heard the phrase "it's not a diet, it's a lifestyle," and so this book is kind of taking on the wellness industry, pulling back the curtain on it. It is a four trillion dollar industry, and one that is hardly regulated at all, and often causes more harm than the standard medical practice that they are reported to replace. And keep us from finding our true well-being. And I like how in the description, it talks about how, like, not surprisingly, people who are marginalized or disabled are often distrustful of the medical industry because of how poorly they may have been treated in the past. And so they, you know, of course, are going to turn to these things that purport to be an alternative to that and all, all natural or, you know, whatever it is. Um, but she's kind of like pulling back the curtain on how much harm these, um, these things can perpetuate. Um, I love her podcast. I loved her other book and I'm definitely going to pick this one up as well. Um, so this is again, the wellness trap by Christy Harrison, uh, out April 25th. Okay.
3: Last round, Kathy, what's your, all right. My last pick is The Black Queen by Jumata M.L. And it comes out January 31st. And this is a YA book. And the tagline is what first caught my attention. Everyone loved Nova. And sometimes love is exactly what gets you killed. Ooh. And so Nova is going to be the first Black homecoming queen at her high school. And the night that she is coronated, uh, she is found murdered. Her best friend thinks that Tinsley, a classmate of theirs who was supposed to carry the legacy of her family becoming the homecoming queen, like her mother, et cetera, et cetera, her grandmother, were all homecoming queens. And so she's convinced Tinsley did it. And Tinsley happens to be white, and her father, um, the best friend's father, doesn't think Tinsley's guilty. So Duchess is the main character. She is going to team up with Tinsley so that she can prove that Tinsley did it.
0: A lot of your books that you've, you're you anticipating just sound so like, whoa, and intense. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like,
2: exciting. Kathy knows what she likes.
3: Mm-hmm. Yep, Exactly. And hopefully these all live up to my expectations. I hope so too.
1: Becky? (laughs) Um, Yeah, I'm going to go super shallow on the next one. Um, (laughs) Yay. Coming out January 10th is there by Prince Harry. (laughs) I'm very much looking forward to reading this. Yeah, very much looking forward to it. I was
2: hoping someone would have this one on their list.
1: Well, I was like also hoping somebody would too, so I wouldn't have to use one of my other spots, but (laughs) I'm gonna be real. I'm gonna read this book. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I am surprised that we made it this far before somebody picked it. Right, right. Uh huh. I think we were all like,
2: this book is getting a lot of attention anyway, true. But I mean, we're gonna read it. Let's be
1: real. Yeah, <laughs> so true. And
2: so. we're gonna talk about it a lot in front of Philip and make him annoyed.
1: <laughs> my um so my sister used to work at a like this is one of my what, I, what I, whatever eight degrees of separation from or six degrees of separation from kevin bacon but this is mine from prince harry but my sister used to work at a cinema in um kensington and she was one of the managers and one night princess diana brought the two boys in to see a movie but it was like a their equivalent of an r-rated movie and those you can't just let kids below the age into like and so there was like a whole big like do we let diana take the two princes into this movie which is technically breaking the law but it's diana and mary and william and so you know my six my six degrees of separation my sister
2: that's a really fun story (laughs) i i have
4: follow-ups Uh, what movie? And also, how have I known you probably over 10 years and just finding out about this now?
1: (laughs) Good question to both of those. Um, I will, when we're done with this podcast, since I'm recording on my phone, text my sister and find out and I will make sure you all are aware. Nice. Thank you. Nice. Great. Okay, Kelly, you're
2: up next.
4: Okay. Uh, My next and I guess final pick. is nonfiction and out February 7th it is the Ooh, black guy sorry
1: 50th birthday <laughs> <laughs> Celebration.
4: I'm gonna go out on the limb and say you will not be getting this book <laughs> I hope you do because I I would really like to discuss it with somebody and uh I'm I'm guessing I'll actually be talking about it with Dorian um, but it is The Black Guy Dies First, Black Horror Cinema from Fodder to Oscar. Oh. And it talks about um, the rise, of course, um, but I'm sure Black Yellow will come up. It's going to start um, since 1968. And it, I mean, Night of the Living Dead, I'm sure, but more modern day as well we have get out we have Candyman original and reboot love lovecraft country um but the people behind this b- are behind the documentary horror noir which you can watch on shutter and i'm very excited for this all i all i love right now is like non-fiction horror like talking about horror movies so this is like right in my wheelhouse
0: okay my last pick So disclaimer on this one, I don't know when it's coming out in the U.S. I have a U.K. release date, and so it might be the same, but it's not a Tuesday, so I don't know if... Anyway, so the book is Sparrow by James Hines, and it has a release date of May 4th, and it is about a boy named Jacob. He, um, I think he was like a survivor of like a... um, a group that was like uh, killed by the Romans. It takes place. He he's raised in a brothel um, on the Spanish coastline. It takes place in ancient Roman time. So, um, you know, it's from his perspective growing up in this brothel and about all the women who raised him there. Um, And it's compared to like room Shuggy Bane, a little life, sort of a sad boy book um and yeah you kind of get uh a look into like just what happens to him growing up there and as he gets into his like preteen and teen years like what he is forced to do and in, in in that life um and so the reason i'm anticipating this is i also heard about it on drinking by my shelves youtube page um and she said it was really really good um and i just like i like sad books i like historical fiction that sounds
2: really good (laughs) yeah
0: so that's that's my sixth
2: pick okay my last pick this is the eighth book in a series however it is a standalone so even if you haven't read all the other books you can read this one it's Lost in the Moment and Found by Shannon McGuire, which is the eighth book in the Wayward Children series. This comes out January 10th from Tor, so we don't have long to wait. And I love this series, of course, and my favorite ones are the ones where we get to spend a lot of time in the different worlds. And for those of you who don't know or don't remember, this series um, follows children who have found doorways into other worlds, and they have come back, and they're changed forever, and they just can't handle um or the modern world can't handle them and so they are sent away to um this this home this school where like this boarding school where they all live together so some books are set more in the school and their time there some books are set more in the world where they came from and this one is in a world um so in this one our main character finds infinite worlds um she keeps like finding new doors into new worlds uh, but it says it's also a story about the loss of childhood and innocence. So it sounds like it deals with some heavy topics like grooming and child abuse. So I know that this will be a sad book, but I also trust and McGuire a lot. I trust her to handle this story with the care that it deserves. Um, and it's also 208 pages, which for this series is quite long. <laughs> so it's probably one of the longest ones in the series. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I've just, I've been reading, I haven't been able to get an advanced copy, but I've been reading some reviews and people are saying it's it's one of the best ones so far. So again, that's Lost in the Moment and Found by Shannon McGuire out January 10th. Okay, so those are our six most anticipated that we're anticipating to read. But I know that we, some of us have- um, receive some review copies of books that are coming out next year that we've already read that we'd like to recommend. So does anyone have one that they would like to, uh, to
3: mention? I do not have any that I have read yet. Oh, okay.
1: So okay, I will skip this round. Okay. okay. Becky, what um, about you? I don't have any, but can I just quickly shout out my two, three series that have a new one coming out instead? Sure. Okay. So really quickly, um, the uh, A Crown So Cursed in the L.L. McKinney Dark Alice in Wonderland series is coming out September 19th. Winter Gifts from Ben Aronovich in the Rivers of London series comes out on June 8th. And uh, Love Theoretically by Allie Hazelwood in her Steminist series comes out on June 13th. And I'm looking forward to it. Nice.
4: Oh, we're oh. getting a new Bells next year too like the third bells by Danielle really? Clayton yeah oh
0: I thought that was a duology we're getting the cool. third
4: nice I've only read the first. I got the first from Becky and have not read it yet so I'm hoping to uh I'm hoping to binge all three once the third is out. I am always me
2: yeah uh Kelly I know you've read something that is coming yes. out next year that you want to mention. Yes. Uh, so In the
4: Lives of Puppets, which is the new TJ Clune, it is out April 25th. I got to read it early and it is amazing. It's just as wonderful as his other books are. Just, just a real warm hug of a book. And I I absolutely loved it. It's, It sounds weird and it's kind of a takeoff on Pinocchio, which really would have made me not want to read it, except that he wrote it. So I would say if it's giving you
2: pause, read it anyway, because it's really, really good. Mm -hmm. Definitely reading that. Um, I would like to quickly shout out Mameh by Jessica George. Um, It comes out in January. I got to, I think January 31st. um, I was able to get both a review copy from NetGalley and I also got the ALC from FM. So I listened to most of it on audiobook, which I would highly recommend, but you can't go wrong either way. It's about uh, a young Ghanaian British woman. She's 25 years old and she, her life really hasn't started yet. She's the caretaker for her dad. Um, her mom is constantly in Ghana and her her mom and her brother don't offer a lot of support and her dad has Parkinson's. So she, it's the, kind of all on her. She also is dealing with racism at work, of course. Um, she has no time to spend with friends, much less date. Um, but then her mom comes back and she's able to move out. And so she starts like, trying out the new, the new Maddie is what she calls it. Um, And so she tries, you know, some different things and it's just about what she deals with and what she goes through. And I just, I loved it so, so much. I think it's going to be one of the breakout books of this year. So definitely put that on your radar. Um, And then also real quickly, Liar Dreamer Thief by Maria Dong. I also listened to the audiobook. It is a suspenseful thriller, but um, just a, with a twist, like a, like it's the main character has this like fantasy world that she kind of lives in that um, she kind of goes back and forth into and she's stalking a coworker. <laughs> um, but it's possible that he's stalking her as well, which we find out. So um, it was just really different and interesting. And I, I loved it so much. So um, I think that comes out in January as well. So keep an eye out for that.
4: January 10th, I think.
2: Thank you. Yes.
0: Okay, any final thoughts? Um, I would just like to say I'm really proud of myself for not putting the new Keeper of the Lost Cities book on my list. <laughs> because Goodreads says 2023, but for the ninth one it said 2020 and then 2021 and then 2022. So, you will not be fooled this time. I will, I, you know, I've been burned before. And I am looking forward to the 10th and I think final installment, we'll see, of that series, yeah. but I will not hold my breath.
4: It did finally get a title, though, right? Because I feel like for two of those years, you were like,
0: "the oh, like, yeah, the ninth course. one. Yeah, it got a title like early 2022 <laughs> and the cover like mid 2022. And I was like, okay, finally, it's coming out for real. And hmm. it came out and I read it in like two days it'd be funny
2: if it was they were listening to our podcast and they were like let's just keep messing with her <laughs> oh like, well done
1: jerks <laughs> I, I did something similar because I found there's one on a series that I really love too um Lindsay Ellis's axioms end and there were a couple of places that alluded to a, a 2023 book coming out with a, t- a tentative title but then it was not verified and I was very annoyed and I'm like oh, oh give me that tantalizing taste then, I know no. the
2: fifth book in the Ashling series was supposed to come out last year but we still don't have a release date or a title so who knows mm-hmm. like maybe it's, never out. Out.
4: <laughs> it's a delightful series
2: <laughs> oh, love it
4: we've been waiting for that that Cora Carmack in the college series since I want to say 2016,
2: 2017.
4: Oof. Wow.
3: Unacceptable. Kathy, I I know you know. How long has it been? It's been years for sure. Yeah, 2016 sounds right to me off the top of my head. All right. Before we sign off,
2: just a quick announcement. So your favorite podcast host will be taking a few weeks off at the beginning of this year for uh, some life reasons, but we hope to be back probably in February. Um, So don't, don't feel like we've abandoned you. We'll still be around. I'm sure we'll still be tweeting, Kelly. (laughs) We may or may
4: not be. I don't know. Sorry, guys. If
2: if Twitter, (laughs) if Twitter survives. Uh, But we will be reading and we hope that you will um, let us know um, what you're looking forward to reading in the new year as well.
4: And that is our show. You can pre-order these books on Libro FM. If you don't have an account, use promo code WYSR and get two books for the price of one your first month.
0: Yes. And be sure to follow us on social media. We are WYSR underscore podcast on Instagram and on Twitter. You can email us at should gmail.com. and please leave us a rating and a review wherever you listen to podcasts. And now you know what you should read. You're welcome. Go to sleep, Michelle. You know what you, you know,
1: know read. What you read?
3: You know what you should read? You know
1: what you should read? It's time for What You Should Read, the podcast all about the titles you need. Join three book lovers and a guest as they cover all the best new titles to enjoy with your tea
0: but I have it ready.